What would you do if entrepreneurship could become your reality? Entrepreneurship is a tool used to experience freedom. You can get exactly what you want in life if you truly are willing to work for it. You're entering the Bobby Mason Audio Experience with your host, Bobby Mason. Join a serial entrepreneur's day-to-day journey as he strives to succeed in business and life. Welcome to today's show. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Yeah, that was kind of a weird way to say it, but that's how I said it. It just is what it is. You guys will have to deal with it. I appreciate you guys always supporting and loving me no matter how weird I am. Anyways, the thing that I teased last episode was the fact that I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about a trip that I have coming up at the end of the month. No, actually, it's three months away. So more like the end of the summer. The end of the summer I'm actually going to be taking my wife, my mom and dad, and my brother on a two-week RV trip. Now, this is why, I mean, I wanted to bring it up to all of you guys because I wanted some feedback. And we actually have done this trip before. Uh, Michael, my brother, my wife and I, we have done this trip once, and it was so much fun that we wanted to make sure we brought our parents along the second time around. So we decided we would go on another RV trip. And what we are planning on doing is, well, actually, we already do have a plan. We got a, there's something wrong here with my mic. Sorry if it messed up there for a second. But we got a 36, 37-foot RV. So it's a Class A. And for all of you guys that don't know, a Class A is actually like the flat bus style um, RV. And by bus style, I mean one of those large passenger buses, not like a school bus, more like those flat buses. Uh, So essentially, we got one of those. It's going to be 36, 37 feet. It sleeps like six people, seven people, which will be awesome. We'll have a nice kitchen, nice living room two bathrooms, which is strange. Never actually taken an RV with two bathrooms. And we're going to be traveling from Minnesota all the way across the country and back. So the plan is for us to get the RV on a Friday. We're going to get in that RV. We're going to be all packed up. And for all of you guys that don't know, I live in Minnesota. So the Twin Cities. And we'll actually be taking the RV from the Twin Cities And we are going to go from the Twin Cities, probably halfway through South Dakota that first Friday night, because we just wanted to get a few hours out of the way. So it makes our drive a little easier the following day, because the following day we'll go from the middle of South Dakota to Vail. Now, if you haven't been to Vail, Colorado, mm, 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 I highly recommend going. It's the most beautiful place ever. Actually, I take that back. Second most beautiful place ever to Carmel, California. But Vail is this fictitious land where you just can't believe that, I don't know, it exists in the United States. It doesn't really feel like any U.S. city 
So definitely stopping there. So anyways, we're stopping there just for a moment. We'll probably just grab dinner and we'll keep on trucking through because we'll actually hit up Vail on our way home. So after Vail, we'll be driving straight to Arches National Park. Now Arches is super unique. They have huge arch pieces of stone. They have they have all this cool stuff. No joke. It's just you can walk everywhere through this deserty red rock land and I don't really know how to explain it beyond that. You can walk across cliffs, you can walk through rounded hot dog looking rocks. I know it sounds strange, but it's super cool. So we'll spend a day, a whole day there, and then we'll go from Arches down to Bryce Canyon. Now, Bryce Canyon, it's like a more colorful Grand Canyon that isn't as deep, okay? That's like the best way I can describe it. You can't actually walk around the Grand Canyon in a day. You can pretty much loop out Bryce Canyon in a day. It's about a 17-mile hike. We did that last time we were in Bryce, so we'll just spend 24 hours in Bryce, get through the entire canyon, and we'll stay there for a night, and then we'll head down to Zion National Park. Now, for all of you that have not been to Zion, super cool. Now, this is pretty much another canyon that was gorged out by some river. I can't remember if it's a Virginia, if it's a Colorado, I can't remember. Um, But yeah, so this Zion National Park, it is packed. Like it is a packed house. You actually have to take buses into the park that drop you off at different sites. And then you take a bus back out. Now, we originally had planned on, or I guess I was in the process of renting a 40-foot RV that was 13.8 feet tall. And I was just about to hit the rental button. And, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, gosh, you know, when you go into Zion National Park, there is a huge tunnel you have to go through. And you have to pay extra money to block off both lanes so you can drive through that tunnel with your RV. And I was thinking about that tunnel. I was like, last time we went, we had a class C. So it was only like 30 feet and it's probably only 12 feet tall. And I was like, man, that was tight. I wonder if 13.8 feet can get in there. So luckily, before I rented it, I checked the stats or checked the regulations. And you can't drive an RV that's taller than 13.3 inches, I believe, through that tunnel. And if I would not have checked that, we would have driven all the way to Zion, which is probably 30 hours away, and we would have had to turn around. So luckily, I checked. So just so you guys know, if you ever take an RV to Zion, that's important. Anywho, when we get to Zion, we'll be spending three days there because it is freaking amazing. We're going on two hikes that involve uh, quite a bit of an elevation change, and the hikes are definitely challenging because it's probably 90 to 100 degrees and you're probably climbing up 3,000, 4,000 feet, but it's magical because the entire hike, you're just on a cliff edge the entire way up. Literally, the drop is probably 1,500 feet, 2,000 feet, and so on and so forth that you get higher and higher. So the beauty is unbelievable. So we'll be on two of those hikes, two of those crazy high hikes. The third hike that we're going to do over there, it's actually known as the Narrows. Now, as I said, there's a river that kind of gorged out this canyon, and you can actually walk up the river. So last time we were there, we found the river, 
we got out, we had our shoes on, and we just straight up walked the river. And we walked probably six or seven miles into the current. And you're in the water the entire time. Sometimes it's at your knees, sometimes it's at your waist, sometimes you're swimming. But it is incredible because the first mile is packed with people. There's probably, I don't know, there are thousands of people in the first mile because everyone wants to see the narrows. But once you get past that first mile, you're pretty much the only one on the river. And when you get to mile three, you are legitimately the only one roaming through the river. And this is no normal river. No, 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 no. You are all alone in this river with probably 1,500 foot cliff faces on both sides of you that just are jaw dropping. And you sit here and you really, you walk through this cavern the entire time. And then it leads you to this beautiful waterfall. And I can't even explain how cool it is. So definitely check out Zion. Then from Zion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, there's more. We will actually be going down to Antelope Canyon. We probably actually won't really hang out in Antelope Canyon. Antelope Canyon is kind of a tourist trap. Maybe it's not for you because it's beautiful, but essentially what you do in Antelope Canyon is you pay a bunch of money to go in and you take turns having professional photos taken of you so you can post it on your social media or something. And by all means, by all means, it's pretty. It is pretty, but I don't know if it's worth the hundred plus bucks you pay per person to go in there. But we are still going down there because we will be spending a day on Lake Powell. Now, Lake Powell, it's right on the border of Utah, Arizona. One of the most gorgeous lakes I've ever seen. No joke. It is actually a, um, it's a dammed up waterway, right? So it essentially has mm, 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 100, 200, 300 foot cliff faces along the entire lake. And you just take the boat out. There's beaches out there. The water is crystal clear. It's incredible. It's well worth the extra six-hour drive we'll be doing to get there. And at the end of that, we'll be circling back up to Vail for a couple of days. And that is where our trip ends. So with that, I told you all that because I want your guys' advice. So we're going to be doing this trip for 13, 14 days. And I'm curious if any of you guys have kind of been on that loop, let me know reach out to me on social media or just write a comment in this podcast and let me know if you have any suggestions of things I have to see, things I have to stop and take a look at because, I mean, we're traveling across the country. I'm sure there's a lot more to that trip or route than Arches, Bryce, Zion, Lake Powell, and Vail. So with that, think about it. Give me some answers and... I'll see you next time.